What a week. This has been incredible. We've had John Barrows. We've had Stephen Wright. Um, and now, Maddie, yeah. <laughs> I can only see your couch. But we are joined by our original guest. Yeah. Yeah. In my phone is Rick Golf. Yep, Rick Golf. But Rick Carlson is no. here for us. Yep. Uh, joining the Millie Boys. He's got he some lit, Rick lit the fuse for this rocket. He lit it. He was there on day one at ground zero. He lit the fuse. Rick introduced me to Skyline Chili. That was also, my first interaction with it. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't I didn't mean to. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> we put them out of business. We already alienated Cincinnati, right? Or just yeah, Ohio. We're out on Hawaii. Most right. of Ohio. Yeah. You know what? Honestly, I, I, I kind of like Cincinnati. It's been a good trip. So okay. I'm, I'm in right. on that, but out on the chili. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see what we can do. And Cleveland and Cincinnati don't get along anyway. So we'll, well probably Cleveland be fine. Sucks, we'll just, so who cares? Yeah, that's, everybody knows it. Yeah. We don't want that demographic. So welcome back, Rick. Um, it's awesome to have you. We're going to touch base bonus episode of the Millie Boys. We're going to get into um, some of the highlights of what to stream as everyone's got a little bit of time off, hopefully over the holidays and is able to kick their feet up and, and watch some uh, shows, movies. So some, some ideas from Rick, Um, but Millie boys are back and Alex, we were close, bud. Mm. We were really close last week. Well, I think let, let me be clear here. We're past the nine dollar boys now. Yeah, what are we officially? Uh, fifteen dollar boys, I believe. Massive. Is we Massive. People I mean, dream of winning fifteen dollars. Who doesn't know what to do with an extra six dollars around the holidays? This is incredible. That I mean, the possibilities are endless in terms of what you yeah, can do. With one tip on your uh, lunch out. Yeah, the hey. nieces and nephews are getting a little five dollar gift card. Um, we should. We should claim and we should tell the people that we did sniff three digits for a we period did. of time. Um, we were, we were if it wasn't that. for those pesky four o'clock games. <laughs> if if it wasn't, yeah, whatever. I, I'm I'm still holding Denver's entire situation last week against them. <laughs> <laughs> you did not make out well. Rush showed up and it was the you no, know, I, I, time for you. I literally left and already bought a PS5 at like 4.30. <laughs> and then <laughs> Russ stole it. So this was the first week that it would have been beneficial had anyone let me um, do my Denver stack. Uh-huh. Yeah, we'll and never do it. Russ and Judy were um, the quarterback and wide receiver away from getting us to the the triple digit boys. I don't know that I want the money if that's how I actually get it. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Russ will take it. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> Yeah, yeah that, that's like that's like stealing from the guys ringing the bells outside. The yeah, country. yeah. You don't want. That. I wouldn't have felt we would have donated it immediately and then probably admonished it. But yeah, that's fine. So we'll we'll run through what we have for our lineup today. Um, then we'll get into some some shows and uh, we'll give you guys your weekend back. But thank you for joining us, um, Alex. Give it back. Have we well, stolen people's weekends? Are we the Grinch still now? People's weekends. They're spending I feel like they wait for the weekend for this. Yeah, we're um, doing them a service. Are, sorry. This is we're God's doing them work. a service. Yeah. Do they go off the rails. Yeah. You talk like that, we're gonna lose dubs. We can't afford it. He's our best, <laughs> he's our best guest. Don't do it. Okay. I won't do that. Thank anymore. you. Thank you. Alex, save us. All right. Take us home. 
Let's look at somebody strong right now. So I know I usually mm. go for value and a lower kind of price pick. This week I'm I'm staying a little strong, a little a little heavy on the price point, but it's less chalky still. We're going Miles Sanders this week again. Mm-hmm. The guy's been yep. nothing but reliable since we started this. He's coming in at 7,800, which is a little bit higher than I normally like to focus my point on. But he's playing against Chicago, 27th run defense in the league right now in terms of points allowed in fantasy. I think we've got a real opportunity to steal some points here. Uh, Maddie, you told us before this game or before this show started, 1% owned. Yep. This is the guy that steals the week for you. Yep. And the Bears are a run funnel. They give up six more yards per rush than any other team. Rick, you had some insight here. Tell me why their stats might even be underinflated as they are for the run defense. Oh, uh, a minor detail that they traded away their best defensive players between weeks mm. four and six. Yeah. So those stats are largely inflated because they've done much worse against the run since. Exactly. Yep. So you need to own this guy to win this week. Yep. Yep. And yeah, people and, don't trust and, him. It, it's also going to be a one-degree run game. It's going to be a weather game. So yep. give me anything on the ground. And to really hammer it home, the Bears are third in the league. They've given up at least 30 points or more to the running back position five times this year. So it's all this one. This one is almost too easy. Something must be wrong, but we're going with it. We must. I'm sticking it home. Yep. Love it. Rick, um, this is what I go through every week. Yeah. Just picking on your team. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll give you, yeah. I don't mean to like, I feel like I'm ganging up on you by saying this, okay. but here's the thing. The Bears got rid of everyone on purpose and they're bad on purpose. <laughs> you welcomed that. You just welcomed that, you, Gibby. You did that to yourself. I, I I don't think they're proclaiming this, you know, do anything no, right now. No. They're, they're, they're signing guys from Skyline Chili's. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's not up. unlike it's not unlike how the four of us operate in life. You keep the expectations low and in check, and all you can do is exceed them. And that's really what the Bears are doing. Whereas the Broncos are on the other end of that spectrum. It's are they great. just yeah. overpromising, under delivering? <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, big time. <laughs> yeah, their their clarity is a little iffy, a little gray in there. Broncos promised Wagyu and showed up with Skyline Chili. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, so, they, hey Gibby, is this the Broncos talk you were looking for? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how'd, that, how'd that go for you? No, the, 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 you bears are carrying, the Bears are literally paying $80 million in dead cap space right now for guys who aren't yeah. even on the team. You can get I don't think Denver's doing that. that. Yeah. I don't think Denver's doing that. Well, I don't think they, we've got like $100 million on on IR right now. In defense. That's not the same. That's not the same thing. I know it's hold on. on. I know. Hold on. We're um, going to actually, we're giving you an opportunity to play some Denver this week. And we've all agreed we, on it. We've greenlit we, this. Would you like to announce that now? I. Before I do that, um, uh-huh. because I want to build this up um, in the spirit of the holidays. And uh, we want to um, give the gift of uh-huh. our new player of the week for this week, our new pick of the week, because Alex went high, which yeah. is fine. Um, Rick is going to go a little bit lower and he doesn't know this. So this is like, you know, when when Ty from Extreme Home Makeovers would, would announce, oh, hey, you get what? to the pick of the week. <laughs> Rick, you're making taco beds. What do you, what kind of TV do you watch, Gibby? Jesus Christ. A well, lot of worst. Uh, we've <laughs> already established that over 16 weeks. He watches the worst TV. <laughs> So the amount of Friday Night Light clips that I've endured over the past couple of weeks <laughs> is not enough. It's not enough, and I want. But more. Maddie, full eyes, clear hearts, can't lose. That's it. Can't lose. 
you can't. Sorry, Gibby, go ahead. Tell us what you so, got. So, Rick, you got your your player of the week this week. You were pounding the table for a Chicago Bear. They're playing in some cold weather. Um, it's going to get interesting. Uh, so, so let us know. I don't feel like I was pounding the table. However, I am very enthusiastic for Mr. Montgomery for two reasons. One, for the same reason that Sanders is going to be a great play. It's going to be cold as hell there. It's going to be throwing a lot. The Eagles have a choice, you know, to throw or to run. Uh, the Bears really don't. I don't think Claypool is going to play. I don't think um, they have any viable candidates outside of Cole Komet to throw to, which makes him semi-attractive in that uh, role. The Velas Jones slander. I never thought I'd see the day. Uh, you know, we're, we're waiting for him to grow up, you know, give him another okay. year. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, He's maturing. It, it's, the, the Bears ultimately have to do something when they have the ball, and that's generally going to be at Montgomery. So whether he's running, whether he's catching these screen passes that they've seemed to love incorporating into the offense lately, he's definitely going to get some play. And uh, I, I think the Eagles are probably going to play like two plays on average on offense between scores. Oh. So the Bears offense is going to be on the field. So, yeah, I, I'd like to see what Montgomery does and give him a shot. Yep. I have no arguments here. I will yeah, we're in like- agreement. We're in agreement. Um, I was hoping that we were going to trap Rick into a, a Bears pick, and we did. And so mission accomplished there, but at the same time, love the pick. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to hate it, but we will so, love that. As we were talking about Vilas Jones, it reminded me of the Fran Frischella NBA oh. draft moment. where um, Fran, Oh, I know where I you're going. I don't remember the player, but he was like, well, he's three years away from being three years away. <laughs> So maybe that's Vilas Jones for That's him. such a good line. I remember that. I, it, it was was it an international guy? It was an international. <laughs> it was someone Sorry. from like France or Germany yeah. or yeah. Spain or you know Lithuania. I don't know. And good for know, him. I'm sure he had a great career. If I offend a country, Bruno Cabello. Yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> it could have been. So Maddie, yeah. um, I need your help at um, our second running back, and then receivers and I'll cover QB tight end and, and defense here. Okay. Close this out. The lineup build that we went with predicated us saving some money somewhere. The Raiders are terrible against the run. Ramondre Stevenson's not going to play. That offense has been a little bit better lately. Pierre strong is 4,500. Just lock them in. It's just easy. It's a free square. Whatever we get, we get, right? It's just, it's to open up other plays elsewhere. Um, Is he the, like, James White? Yeah. Explosive. Because, again, remember, yeah, we want guys that can break up. He did it last week. He broke off a couple of, like, 20-plus yard runs. That's what we need. We need the guy. What we need from him is, like, eight rushes for 72 yards and a touchdown, but he got most of them on one play. Like, that's all I was going to call out 10 points to 14 points out of him is a score of 4,500 there, and then we can really chalk it up in other places. Yep, yep. Um, So that one's easy. We don't need to talk about it. It is what it is. We're just throwing a dart. Like, we'll see what happens. He's low-owned because people aren't sure about who's going to get the carries if Damian Harris plays, so that's fine. Receiver, um, we've got Mike Williams. The I think originally we had started this conversation talking about Herbert and then we made a, we made yep. a few moves and we pivoted, but we still need to play somebody in this game because it's a very bad defense and it's just pass funnel and they're just getting torched. So we're going to play Mike Williams because he's the deep threat last week 
again, look at that six catches on six targets for a buck 16 and a touchdown. Like we can't play guys who are going to get eight targets and end up with six catches for 50 yards and no scores. It's just not, it's useless in this. So we got to shoot the moon. This is giving me real Gabe Davis vibes right now. And it's just, mm-hmm. uh, it's a <laughs> it's real good. miss here right now. You know, yeah, you're going to get that under 10 catches for a hundred plus yards and a touchdown, or you're going to get seven points. Yep. Yeah. It's a, it's an upside play for sure. And the, the receivers in that price range aren't that great. We had Chris Olave. We were looking at, I think we were looking at Christian yep. Kirk, but we settled there. Um, Gibby, you had steered us towards Godwin as another play. Um, yeah, I just I, – I think the Bucks have struggled to run the ball. Um, uh-huh. So that's it? That's the only thing they've struggled with? Yeah. <laughs> no, I did. <laughs> I, I brought you to get into this. Um, <laughs> listen, it, it something has to go on there. Like Tampa's offensive line has the sixth highest graded unit for pass protection – they're still throwing the ball with a ton of volume. I mean, look at those targets yep. the last three weeks, yep. 13, 13, 13, 13, 9, 13, 9, 8, 10, 11. Like, so he's, he's been getting fed targets. And I told you guys in the, we're backstage green room, back room, backstage for this show backstage. Okay. Yeah. Um, in the backstage room, uh, most fantasy points lost on defensive pass interference and or negated plays due to penalty. And Godwin was number one. And Mike Evans is number two. So, so this is like a get right spot against a team that it's, it could be a little shootout. I think it's Tampa is going to have to keep up with Cincinnati. Um, mm-hmm. Jamar looked every bit back like a hundred percent. But I think, and we flirted with, you know, Christmas time, Joe Burrow. Um, yeah. yep. stack. Like I, I thought about that one too. Um, I'll go into quarterback and tight end really quickly. And then we can close out on the wide receivers and um, I'll let someone else do the defense. Um, But uh, (laughs) (laughs) no giveaway there. So Patrick Mahomes is the most talented quarterback I've ever seen play the quarterback position. This is not a slight to anyone. Would you trade him for Russ? Would you trade him straight up for us? I would. I'd trade him oh. for Peyton Manning in his prime. I'd oh, trade him for John Elway in his prime. Um, oh. How about Denver Tim Tebow? No. <laughs> okay, that's where the line. That's the line. We found the line. Rick. Come on, yeah, that's, no, not come a that's where we draw. We found the line. Okay, that's good. There's, there's, there's only one. Space. But yeah. the the floor on Patrick Mahomes is twenty points. He threw three picks. Um, still threw for 350 yards and still ended up with 23 points. Yeah. They're going to throw the ball in the first half because they can't really run the ball efficiently and effectively. And they want to get the game over by the halftime. Um, so I could very well see by one o'clock or one forty, Mahomes have 22 points. Um, Just playing a little devil's advocate here. Are we concerned about Houston's slightly sneaky defense? Yes, a little bit, but it's Mahomes, and so it yeah. almost he's he's matchup proof, really. Like, look, yeah. look at his stat. I haven't even looked. I don't even look. There's no need to look. But like, has he had any duds? Like, what's his game log? No, I mean, no. there's no. And I don't mean that this young is picked by any means. I'm just saying, it, are we concerned that no. they are a terrible team with a slightly above average defense? Well, no, it's a good point. We talked about this. We kind of came out on this side of it, obviously, but um. Houston's got the one of the better pass defenses and a terrible rush defense. And so, but the problem is everybody's playing 
McKinnon or Pacheco. So I'm just looking back in the uh, weeks and I see he put up 28 against San Francisco, who's got the number one defense against quarterback. So the defense he's playing shouldn't be a concern. If if I may add to the devil's advocate section on Saturday, theoretically the bills are going to destroy Miami and they're going to be ahead in the AFC either way. So the chiefs are going to have to play. Yeah. They want that buy that one. Mm -hmm. They only have the one buy. Yeah. That's a good point. Yep. Like it, I, I, it's twenty points guaranteed. Yeah, uh, and who's he throwing the ball to? You know, well, he's got any answers, any... Kelsey. We have oh. shied away from the Chiefs yeah. all season long, um, and you know, we started to think about oh, McKinnon or Pacheco one week, and and play around with with some of the fringe players, and Juju a lot of weeks um, where he got hurt within. Uh, 50 you know five seconds of of every game if you look at kelsey's game log the targets have not changed they're always somewhere in the six to ten range and he's had three weeks where it was like 13 points five points nine points the weeks before that it was 32 17 15 12 it's he he ebbs and flows and someone that's owned (laughs) as someone that's owned him at like in season long leagues, he is going to have three weeks in a row where he's at 25, 30 points wins you your fantasy playoffs or loses you your fantasy playoffs. So, um, so I really like Kelsey this week and I think they just, they stack on the first half. Um, yeah. And I don't think yeah. it's a close game and then you're not going to see much at, you know, three thirty. Um, it's a highly concentrated route tree. He's just throwing the ball to a couple guys. And it's basically been Kelsey and McKinnon, to be honest. The receivers are all kind of like canceling each other out. So I love it. Final spot receiver. Best best for last, potentially. So Elijah Moore, 5,600. Real nice price. He led the wide receiver group for the Jets in expected fantasy points for the first time last week since week five. He's back to being a full-time player, 16 targets over the last two weeks, 84% route share, and Detroit is terrible against slot guys because they play a good amount of zone, um, and those guys tend to get into the zone and eat that eat that cushion up. So this is a good week to pivot off of Garrett Wilson, who everybody else is playing for him. So we're, uh, we're riding the Elijah Moore train for sure. Did Did we drive up Garrett Wilson's ownership rate? I believe it was primarily yeah. us. Yeah, I think we did that. Mm-hmm. And um, it wasn't ASB, him. No, no. no. A, Al, AB is responsible for ASB's season, entire season, beginning to end. Top I, to bottom. I'm not going to argue that. Yep. Um, <laughs> and now we are collectively responsible for Garrett Wilson's relevance. Uh, I feel so like we're also bringing a lot us. of light to Shark Jr. as well. Yeah, we did a lot of sharking last week. Yep. I mean, we're great. So what? What it's not really unexpected. Um, That's how you make fifteen bucks, guys. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, hey. Yep. Three hundred percent return on investment. Uh, yeah, I want to do how you spend the stock market this year That's... compared to what the Millie Boys are bringing in. That's how we spin it. Sorry, the fifteen dollar boys are bringing you. Yeah. yeah. All right. Who wants to cover the defense? Not you. Me. You. Yeah, it's got to be you, Gibby. I'm not even going near this. everyone's so offended and and distraught Uh, you know what all right i'm gonna give credit where credit's due you really pushed for judy last week you nailed it the dude exploded you know what 
kind of fuck you because you did a great job and I'm glad to see your team succeeding a little bit, but I, I can't ride this train any longer. <laughs> Look, moral, moral victories aren't, aren't victories on paper. So, uh, you know, they, they fought hard. Um, Russ got concussed, uh, but the Denver defense is showing up and they have been all year points wise in fantasy. It's just, they haven't allowed points, right? They haven't allowed touchdowns and that doesn't help us. They hadn't been picking the ball off Yeah, the last two weeks. They have two picks, three picks, no fumble recoveries, but they're, they're starting to stack those, those um, points there. Uh, Colt McCoy looked great at times, like in between the twenties against the Patriots, like he, he can move the ball, um, but they can't get into the end zone. So, and they won't really be able to get into the end zone. However, I think, you know, the picks are going to continue to come. He's going to hone in on Hopkins. James Connor won't be able to do a whole lot. Um, there, there's going to be some issues on the offensive line, fumble recovery. So I think there's a chance you see uh, a touchdown on the Denver defense. And also Denver is nine, one and one um, against Arizona historically. And there have been over four defensive touchdowns in those last 10 games or okay. 11. Games, so, okay. Um, so there's there's an opportunity. They're playing at home, and they haven't given up on Hackett or Russ yet. Okay. We um, gave you a full so that's a it. full minute, sixty did, did consecutive I do it seconds in under a minute. Yep, you did. I was okay. I had the timer going. I was cutting you off at a minute. We had you, uh, and you tried <laughs> to sneak in. You tried to sneak in at the end that Hackett isn't awful at his judge. Oh no, 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 no! I just awful. said the team hasn't given up on him. Not you know, have you been talking to Ben? Have you been talking to Ben? Have you been talking to Ben behind the I've scenes? You've been back channeling tweets. Okay. I, I was going to let you go as long as possible because I felt bad about swearing at you. So, <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'll just mark this episode as it's explicit. the it's, yeah, it's the right pick <laughs> by the right guys at the right time with the right intentions. If it wasn't Arizona, I mean, you'd be laughing right now. But it's really hard to argue against anything Gibby said right now. Yep. Yep. Gibby, read it off. Give the people the lineup. Uh, Von Miller at yep. um, no quarterback, quarterback. Um, <laughs> in a wheelchair. No. We've got Mahomes, uh, Miles Sanders, Pierre Strong, Mike Williams, Chris Godwin, Elijah Moore, Travis Kelsey, David Montgomery, and the Denver Broncos. We have three hundred dollars remaining. So stay tuned on Sunday. In the morning, there could be a little bit of tinkering here and there, but um, we're bringing you low percentage played players and uh, high value uh, with with all the research that we do um, every every single week. So, yeah, you want to make three hundred percent on your investment? This is the way to go. Come hang out. If you don't, we don't need you. You probably live in Cleveland. <laughs> Or you're having a, a bowl of Skyline Chili. But um, <laughs> but with all that being said, thank you, Rick, for sitting in on this and, and for your advice and uh, owning the David Montgomery special. Um, this is the time of year where we get into streaming, people are home, 
you know, they're kind of wandering around the house. Maybe the kids are off. Maybe someone's out of the house. And oh my gosh, I've got two hours to myself. I want to catch up on the show that I haven't seen. Um, give us your top three that people should be watching or that are really exciting that you've been into lately. Yeah. Shows or movies. Sure. Um, I'm going to go out and say that movies have generally sucked over the past four months. I, I, have you guys been to a movie theater recently? No, we're in the, I want to go. We're in the COVID doll right now still. So I think there's it's a lot of theaters before we're out of it. I want to go to a movie so bad and I can't compel myself to go. And I want to go eat so much popcorn and there's nothing to watch. Yeah. I feel like there's a couple that I'm doing a disservice to, but for the most part, no one's going to the movies right now. There's way too much good stuff on TV or streaming or whatever it might be. So I get it too. Um, Yeah. Top three real quick. Top of the list and or it just ended two weeks ago. So I'm going to still put it in the, the current yep. rotation. Yep. Um, but look, if, if we already knew this was going to be a good show, right? Because if you were to tell me that Tony Gilroy, you know, the guy behind Michael Clayton and a thousand other amazing things was going to write a Star Wars show, you'd say, yeah, that, that probably is going to be pretty decent. But it ended up being one of the best shows of the year, not just right now, but for 2022, easily. Um, yeah, that, that's that's an. I hate to say it, but that's an adult Star Wars show. It's just you. If you don't need, if you didn't know anything about Star Wars, you don't really care about it. You, you're like, this is a stupid show. You can watch Andor. It's just a good standalone uh, that. thing. There's no lightsabers. There's no legacy. <laughs> it's just the story about a dude coming into his own, and and you know, it's it's just all around. It's amazing. The writing's great. Visually, it's amazing. The thing that they got away from was with a lot of the Star Wars shows like The Mandalorian, um, Boba Fett, they film in that you know one room with a wraparound wall that makes everything look kind of interesting, but it's all the same lighting and it's all kind of cramped in there. They used a lot of real sets and just these enormous real life uh, locations. So um, yeah, that, that's one area to go to. Um, number two, White Lotus, which just wrapped up last week. No spoilers. Hold on, hold on, Rick. Um, yeah. So Christina's watching this show and I hear people talking about it and it's on the periphery of my my um, view. What is what is it about? What the hell is the premise of this show? It's about us. It's about humanity. It's about oh. the... So season, every theme has... Or every season has a theme. Okay. I think season one was about... Um, what was the theme about season one? It was vanity and money season two is about sex and generally just doing what you want to do but and they're all based it, in hotels right or like resorts the, the white lotus is a resort so one oh, was in okay. Ma- yeah so season one was in maui and it centers around people in the resort who you know probably four or five different storylines going around it's almost like a murder mystery slash comedy slash drama mike white the showrunner is brilliant and he does things it's it's almost like watching lost and people at the end of the week are like here's all of the conspiracy theories or here's the things we thought we saw gets people talking and mike white's yeah mike white's really good about being subtle it should be noted that. that alexandra daddario is in season one. Oh, really oh yes interesting really? i know aubrey plaza is in season two aubrey like plaza right is in now. season and connie Britton, mike is in season are you one. kidding me 
You no. love anyone. <laughs> Connie automatically is a name that you're going to grab. You love Connie's. Connie's such a great name for you. Sorry. Um, what, where could I find White Lotus like in the next 20 minutes? Home box office. Eight. Okay. <laughs> the home box office. Ever heard of it? Eight, HBO. It, it's on there. Um, season two. Yeah. Uh, you do have um, some wonderful established actors. You have Megan Faye, which she's somebody I didn't know who she was, but she's amazing. A lot of Italians in season two is based in Sicily. Oh. So there's nice. a lot of Italian actors, um, but it, it, it's it, it's just an incredible show. It, it doesn't have anything. It's only about, I believe, seven or eight episodes. I think seven. So they're short. Oh. They're compact. There's just no downtime. Normally with the season, you're like, yeah, that episode was kind of bad or whatever. White yeah. Lotus is just hot the whole way through. So is it, there are two seasons in. Mm-hmm. Yep. Is the third season in Dylan? Finale just happened last week, Mike. In Denver. It's in Denver at the uh, Renaissance Inn downtown. They got that pool by the bell tower. It's, uh-huh. yeah. yeah, you'll love it. I'm into White Lotus. Okay. That's, yeah, I've heard a lot of good things. That's I, a check mark. I've seen it. Thank you, Rick, for confirming. That's amazing. So it, too. Are they hour-long episodes, like 45 minutes? and yeah, Hour-long. And... Uh, hang on a second. That's not a bad commitment. It's seven hours, and you're in there, yep. and it sounds like they're giving you a lot to think about to escape whatever it is people are trying to escape. Yes, exactly. Broncos games or what you know, whatever's on that you don't want to watch. It, it's. I might suggest it's better than a Broncos game, but I'm just uh, going out. Have on you limb. heard that the team hasn't quit on Nathaniel Hackett? I, I heard that I heard that pretty recently, and I was surprised with that information. <laughs> Within the last fifteen minutes, was the first time this might be a two-part episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just talking to yourself for thirty minutes after it ends about the Broncos. The, the last thing I'll say about the second season of White Lotus: it's a show based in Sicily, and Michael Imperioli is one of the main characters. Oh, That's all you need to know. Spice Alex Spice. likes it. Yeah, I okay. do. That's a good close. Um, what, else? Uh, what else is worth watching out there? Mike, let me sneak in here and give you one real quick. This is another the radar. This is kind of a Maddie on low draft pick. Uh, it's Amazon Prime. Okay. It's Gangs of London. It's a fantastic show. It is uh, so graphic is the only way I could describe it, but with a good storyline at the same time. Kind of giving a lot of vibes of Sopranos, but with London-based gangs that have rose to what we would call like kind of um cultural normal normalcy right they have a large corporate office but yet they're just very bad people doing bad things and it's a great show with people who are unqualified to be in the position they're in and still kind of living a gypsy lifestyle that's the basis of this whole thing they came up from gypsies and came up give it a watch it's uh you know eight to ten episodes on amazon prime well worth the trip down that is daniel day lewis in that there is not a single actor I recognized in this show. Sometimes that's good. Yeah. So that that's one of the, that show originally was on AMC, and one of the things AMC was really good at, and they still are, yeah. is taking shows that you'd normally like British shows or shows from Europe or Eastern Europe, um, and putting them on American TV. You, normally, that used to be like a BBC thing, and yep. you, you watch the kind of like Luther or something like that. Yeah. Again, AMC does a really good job of figuring out which shows need to be brought over and and, that track record uh, in our market. Yeah. Yep. Yep. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Um, Last one on my list is Slow Horses. 
Oh, a, I don't know what this is. I'm interested. Go on. Yeah. So Slow Horses is an Apple TV show. It is headlined by the incredible Gary Oldman. Oh, it's really just, you have me. I'm in. G yeah. Oldman. The, the prim- it's based off a book called Slow House that's a couple of years old, but it's a, sp- a British spy show about a bunch of misfit spies that are relegated to the bench. In this case, it's uh, Slow House. Um, so they get like the lowest priority things, but they end up saving, you know, Europe or England or the world a couple of times over. But Gary Oldman in this, he put on like 30 to 60 pounds. And he's just a gross oh. fucking ex-spy slob. He's still a spy, I guess, technically. But, you know, he's the, the older guy, you know. He's uh, the poor know. man's Christian Bale. Oh. He's, he's not really, an insult to Gary Oldman. He just does less notable roles. Yeah, you he's, planted he's the Gary Oldman flag. Yeah. He's the Russell Wilson, if you will. Like, <laughs> oh, Or sorry, Gary, we didn't mean to. <laughs> Gary Oldman is the best. He's, he's the best uh, Gotham commissioner we ever had. Yeah. So, Geo, Geo, sure. as we like to call him here on the show, old Uncle G. Yep, Un- but Uncle another something to lose. Yeah, so and it's another really stylish, you know, uh, British spy thriller show. So okay, it's like a, a seven episode James Bond. If James Bond was horrible at his job and got almost fired, and there's twenty of them, and they're all working under Gary Oldman, that's all I really need to know. Yeah, can you um, bonus? Can yeah. you tell me, can you sell me on Tulsa King? Why? Cause, cause I'll tell you something. So mm-hmm. Sly Stallone bothers me. He's hard to like, look at, he's physically hard to look at him. His face is so <laughs> odd and it's been so manipulated over time. Why so, should we watch Tulsa King? Sell me on it. Sell me this Tulsa King. Sure. Uh, Tulsa King was four. If I had four choices, that would have been easily number four. What's yeah. great about the show is um it's I, I believe the showrunners are the yellowstone showrunners so you have a lot of the same um cinematography gotcha. you have a lot of the same just kind of feeling in the pit of your stomach when you're watching it just from a visual mm-hmm. standpoint sly is amazing in this he pulls it if you were to say show me an actor who you can believe was just in prison for 20 years and got out and doesn't know fair. anything about the world Sly Stallone is like the number one guy. <laughs> yep, that's you fair. He, didn't, yeah. he doesn't even have to try. Uh, mm. So he, he comes in with a really high, he's a smart, you know, street smart mob guy, which you can totally believe. He's He hasn't dropped off a notch in his acting either. He, he is incredible. <laughs> it's an actor. I sold him, lo- I sold him short, didn't I? You, you really did. Uh, okay. He's really fucking good. He's really emotional. He's really playing four or five different sides of it on that show um and it's what's weird about tulsa king is all of the supporting cast are just the supporting cast it's a sly stallone show and he carries the mail the whole time through so the show itself I'm, i'm still figuring out whether or not it's a good show i like watching it i will it's appointment tv still and sometimes those things are aren't mutually exclusive right a show can be kind of okay but still you want to watch it every week that's kind of where i am on it but it's worth it and he he does a good job those right yeah that's fair fair. if you want to tell you friday night lights my wife just recommended that we watch milf um 
Not Milf Island, Milf House. I can't remember. It's coming out on Bravo this weekend. Uh, and I was like, oh, that sounds terrible. <laughs> this is a family show. Yeah, uh, Gibby's, you're going to have to I'm not kidding. It's, a, it's an actual show coming out. So I'm not gonna, being disgusting right now. You're oh, going to have to pull Gibby away oh, from no. uh, Harry and Meghan on Netflix. He's big into, into <laughs> those two. I haven't, I haven't tuned into that. I, I haven't been able to turn away from uh dylan texas and tim riggins and... <laughs> are you still shouting Guys, at the kids <laughs> i just say um, like, not shouting no he never shouts he's just generally agitated all the yeah. time you clarify it's called milf manor <laughs> okay thank you milf manor okay yeah milf manor is that after um love is blind or before it's, it's after TLC. that same show uh it's, it's after that crystal guy that just got in my 600 pound life oh okay. what a show I, I'm just going to go out on a limb here and say, between Juice and I, yeah, we, we could do a hell of a show on Bravo rankings just as a topic. Did you? Juice is a big Bravo guy. Oh, we're both. Yeah, we ta- we have a side chat about Bravo. Wow, shows we're learning Kelly stuff. Yep, I didn't know that. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Juice, um, a, Juice is like a, a Russian nesting doll of facts. You never know. You pull another layer off, and you're like, "Damn, I didn't know that about Juice." Uh-huh. Maybe the best description yeah. of him I've ever heard. Yeah, it'd be small dolls though. Well, thank you. Oh, oh, Gibby, that's you crossed the line. Yeah, I didn't mean it. Like Gibby's that. gonna have to release an apology to Juice. Yeah. I know the whole this thing. Good thing Rick is on. Too. Yeah, he's not on my team, so yeah. I'm not worried about it right now. Um, yeah, that's your problem. It's so you guys' problem. Holiday season coming up. Yeah. Great song. I'm not gonna ask like, oh, what's your favorite holiday movie? We're not gonna go there. What is your ho- favorite holiday episode? of any sitcom, show any you know um any tv show that's out there man i'm gonna say it's a west wing episode okay oh i love west wing did i did i get you yeah. back watching west wing because i've been so hard and no deep Just no? no no i i i make it a habit to binge every episode of west wing at least once a year yeah, it's a lot, very watchable show. I mm-hmm. I move Veep into my top five comedies all time. No Set it up in there. Didn't even yeah. take me very much. Every every episode of all seven seasons, there ne- there was no drop off. Somehow, that's incredibly hard to do. On uh, West Wing, what's the guy? Is it Bradley um, White? Yeah, yeah. The, the, the guy from actor? Happy Gilmore. The principal, yeah. or uh, Brett, what's his Bradley name? Whit- Whitford. 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 Thank you. Yeah. Just one yeah. of the best character actors of our generation. Love Josh Eric. Lyman. And, and, and that's Eric the episode I was thinking Bill- of. Yeah. The episode when, uh, you know, after he shot, he it, there's like bagpipes in the uh, the foyer of the West Wing and he punches a, a window and he's got the, um, the, the crisis counselor there with him the whole time. And it, th- that episode is crazy. It's so good. It's not funny. It's not like, no, he's just great. No, no, no. It's, a, it's just an amazing episode. Um, yeah. uh, this has nothing to do with anything, but it has something to do with everything. Spring of this coming spring. I don't know what month, but succession comes back to for season four. Oh, so that's yeah, something for everybody yeah. to look forward to. That, that, talking, like, baby. Don't, mm-hmm. don't talk. That, that's my favorite show. It's so good. Period, I think. And is that how you say it? I'm I can't sorry, wait. I don't know that. It's so good. Did you just get corrected on a pronunciation? Yeah. By Michael. Yeah. I didn't say anything. By no, Richard. Oh, okay. I didn't I didn't say well, anything. I'll do better. Do I'm better sorry. next time. 
there's a growing it's a growing opportunity it's a growth moment i, I i'm i'm learning i realize there's things i have to educate myself on and i apologize yeah. to those i've offended that's all we ask I, for so, the record i didn't i didn't hear you say anything wrong oh. my friend. <laughs> so it was gibby it was gibby it was, it was it was for all those bronco shots all right so it was gibby. i see what we're, we're doing <laughs> yeah yeah so you're fine you're fine well we got some good shows then those are some nice those will get people through to succession yeah, I, I will say if you're looking for a nice holiday thing, though, Christmas related, mm. the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special is probably the oh, best yeah, you were saying holiday that. special we've seen in a while. It's got fucking Kevin Bacon all over it, which on its face is amazing. amazing. Gibby, and, where do you uh, land on Kev Bacon? Yeah. Oh, is he, your, is he your second favorite, Kev? No, 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 um, no. But there's a McKellar that um stars in a number of holiday shows on uh what is it the the hallmark channel oh (laughs) that i'll sneak up and we maddie and i had thoughts about we would have christina and nina discuss no no no. actually i'd like to talk about this now because i'm picking up (laughs) on some on some uh non-verbal communication from you that was a front you want to talk about the hallmark christmas movies it's you nina doesn't care about those Oh, she does. I, I go to sleep. Like, I don't watch. But okay. Danica, Danica McKellar, Winnie Cooper from The Wonder Years, yeah. uh, uh, okay. stars in a number of those. She's still hey, what's one of your dog's names? Winnie is one of my dog's names, yes. Interesting. Yeah. This, and is an, is, this is, is interesting. that why? Uh, R.I.P. Arnold, um, uh, who this, this time last year uh, was influenced by Kevin Arnold um in terms of his naming convention so okay um so yeah uh wonder years and uh whatever christmas tree is up i think there's an episode that um they go out and they find the christmas tree it's not like clark griswold jack arnold's like yelling at him getting a gin tonic uh so i can relate but wonder years is a great it's a perfect show for you it's so good oh yeah it's perfect Um, have you watched have you watched the new one um i tried yeah, I I got through about like eight episodes and I liked it, and then it was just something else was on, and that was uh, probably what Dubs thinks about the new Willow. He's not ten year old episode of dry, Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. Fine. <laughs> that's fine. Hey, set the stage. You want to make sure that's that's you're just doing research for the inevitability that is right. guy joining the show. I'm going to Margaret saying I'm a fan of Dule Hill, who is the the dad in the one new Wonder Years. It's really, it is good. It is good. I'm not. We're just naming uh, actors and actresses now. And we're no, just he, like, yeah, he's, he's also, he's also Charlie Young in the West Wing. Yes. Um, he is. And he's spectacular. Some of our best work. We really, we really explored the space out here today. Every, everything comes us. back to the West Wing. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, of course. Rick's like, I'm not letting this thing end until we get one more West Wing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, you, right, keep, well, you keep naming actors. I'm, I'm going to clip <laughs> probably about 45 minutes of this. Sure. Yeah. We're going to hear <laughs> it from Aaron He's Sorkin. not going to like how uh, long this We'll way. get the He's clip gonna... version out to Aaron Sorkin and, and uh, Perfect. <laughs> do his work. Yeah, the Sorkin notes. Yeah. <laughs> he, only, he only hangs around for three seasons anyway. <laughs> Anyway, uh, happy holidays, guys. This is a lot of fun. Um, thanks for indulging us. We got your lineup. You're going to win a million dollars if you suck. Congratulations. This. So yep. nothing yep. else to worry about and stick around and listen to the rest of it afterwards. Yep. You're welcome again. Love you. Love you.